I'm Emma Walsh, CEO of Parents at Work. And today I'm joined by Alex Laguna from Better Dads and our own Sam Eddy uh, from Parents at Work Coach. Now, we've had lots of participation and feedback. Literally hundreds of dads across Australia have tuned in to Working Dads Connect this year, which really tells us that you know, the conversations that we're having, uh, the topics we're covering are really valued by dads. So we're really pleased to announce that next year we have great plans to make uh, these sessions uh, even bigger and better than what we've been doing this year. So early next year um, we'll have lots to announce around um, ways that you can engage um, in this topic and how we're working with Working Dads Connect, so stay tuned for that. But I do want to say that if you have a topic that you'd like us to explore next year, please do let us know. You can email us at info at parentsatwork.com.au. So what are we talking about today? Well, it's all about fatherhood and careers. So really thinking about the impact that becoming a father actually has on our careers. Um, in recent years, there's been lots of discussion about women who take extended periods of leave from the workforce um, to care for their young family. However, we don't often hear about men doing it. And rarely do we hear about having children and how this may impact our, you know, all a man's career really. Um, and some argue that, you know, having a family boosts a male's career. In fact, there's been lots of research to suggest it has a really positive effect. But is that the reality for every dad, especially a modern dad who often spends um, more and more equal time to his partner sharing the caring and domestic responsibilities in a home? So. We're going to have that conversation today and the kind of the things that we're going to explore are obviously the, the challenges around um, becoming a father and those challenges of balancing the caring responsibilities with a busy career. Um, but I also do want to explore the positive impact. You know, so what, you know, what are the, what's the yin and yang, if you like, of, of this particular topic? Um, and if there are barriers to evolving the conversation around men, and managing their careers and family life. Well, you know, what are they? Let's identify some of those things and, and let's think about how we might continue to build a thriving career and life, but also being the dad that you want to be. So those are that's the direction we're going to head the conversation in with Alex and, and Sam today. So Alex, I'm going to start with you. Um, how do you think fatherhood impacts a man's career? And you know, maybe just Take your mind back, you know, to when you uh, became a father for the first time, and you know, you know, what kind of impact did you feel on your career? Because I want to know what's the first immediate impact, you know, and challenges that you felt arise from your perspective, and then I'll head to you, Sam, for for your insights on it too. Alex. Well, yeah, thanks, Emma. I, I think um, I think the first thing that most men feel when they become a father. You feel incredibly proud and uh, incredibly responsible. So, uh, you know, your immediate reaction is to, to, to start to feel like you want to provide um, for your family. And so, in terms of that, I think it has a really positive effect. You know, I think you look at it as your family as a, as a whole and what the future holds for your family. Um, in turn, I, I, I certainly, uh, from my perspective, I, I felt 
I did feel pressure and I was concerned as to how I was going to, to juggle it. Um, but, uh, you know, look, I must admit, you know, I, I went through a divorce, my story, you know, many, uh, about seven, eight years ago, uh, I went through a divorce. Um, and so my situation changed dramatically. And it wasn't until that point where I, I really made a conscious decision to, to, to spend more time with my children, to be more, to be more involved. And once I'd made that decision, uh, you know, little, uh, I was able to sort of find ways to start um, making it work for me. But I did, you know, it took a conscious decision. It, it doesn't, it, it, it's quite, uh, you know, it, it, it does impact your life. And so you do have to work out ways. There are ways that you can um, make having family and a career really work. And like you say, really work for you in a positive way. Okay, well, we'll come back to how in just a minute. But I'll just jump to you, Sam, now. You know, you heard what Alex said. You know, those immense feelings of um, pride, um, the enormity of, the, I guess, the responsibility. And and with that, obviously, a building of pressure uh, around, you know, how you connect work and family life. What, as a counsellor and, and a coach, what do you see men really present with? What's that immediate impact that becomes, you know, obvious, I guess? You know, it's impacting, it's common for men to experience. Yeah, well, it's, um, look, it's such, a, um, it's such a great topic to be talking about again. And there is a huge impact, obviously. And I think um, probably the standout things for me in terms of the clients I deal with are that it, it is a really exciting time. I mean, there's so much exciting mm. excitement around starting a new family. Um, and, but there's also a lot of pressure in terms of the unknowns and also what, um, what, what, what happens in terms of society's conversations, you know, conversations with mates, conversations with work colleagues about what will happen um, when, mm -hmm. when sort of kids come along and then what, in turn what will happen you know, with the career. So I think it's a lot of the unknown um, and of the build-up um, up, up to having kids to so saying, well, gee, you know, how, much time, how much more time will you need to spend at home? Um, often it's um, you know mum's still at home with a kid, especially in the early days. Um, so what does what support will be required? Um, mm -hmm. And then when that support is required, um, what what impact will have that have on career? Um, so mm. I think it's very much in the early days, and when there's a lot to do, everyone's still learning. There is no real manual on how to be a parent, and often it's the reality is a lot different once it um, once babies come along. So I think it's trying to navigate that that stuff um, and also the advice I give to a lot of clients is just really take your time, you know, really take your time, enjoy what you can and then in, from a career perspective you'll be able to then decide how you want to take your career forward just when you get over the initial excitement, challenges and, and changes that come along with, with when, when kids arrive. Yeah, that's an interesting one, isn't it? Um, take your time because, you know, I think I do remember that being something that, you know, I got lots of advice to do, you know, take your time, ease your way into parenthood. <laughs> um, but the lived experience 
that often isn't that, is it? You know, they're struggling off, you know, um, you know four hours perhaps broken sleep, if that. Um, you know, you're expected to, you know, carry on um, for men that are typically only taking, you know, a week or two's leave, there's an expectation that they carry on, you know, and pick up where they left off uh, a couple of weeks ago. And and yet, you know, chances are they haven't really slept much <laughs> in those two weeks and, and the whole world has changed. And being able to communicate to your work colleagues, your boss, particularly in those really busy jobs, hey, listen, guys, I just need a bit of time to just readjust, can often be a really difficult conversation for men to have, I think. You know, but, you know, that's my perception. You know, how, how yeah. difficult is it for men to actually ask for the time they need, do you think? Alex? Oh, yeah, I think it's very difficult. Um, mm. You know, ch changing your, your work situation is difficult. It, it is. But I was going to add that, you know, talking to your partner about what, what your expectations are as a family unit and, you know, where what, what direction you want to head in um, is, is also a, a good place to start because that way you can, you can, you can work, you have a, a direction uh, to, to, to work in. Um, uh, you know, what everyone expects you to do, where you, you know, your family, uh, you know, what they want out of, you know, this new family. Um, you know, I think, I think having some clarity around that and make sure you and your partner are on the same page, you know, can really help in those early days. Because obviously men take on, you know, we feel like, and, and it's, an, it's, a, it's an old, you know, it's a hangover from years and years of just, you know, the, the certain roles we play. Um, you know, okay, we can only have a couple of weeks off, and then we've got to go back straight into it, and, uh, and that's that. But uh, it, it, obviously it doesn't need to be quite that way. Yeah, I, I look, you raised something really interesting I'd like to explore and it's around managing expectations. So what I'm hearing from you, Alex, is um, being on the front foot early with conversations with people, particularly a partner, to get the clarity on, okay, what's this going to mean for my work, right, and how I tackle it. Yeah. Because I do think that's something that obviously a woman um, is forced to confront because they're going to have a period of confinement where they are away from work, um, having had the baby. So this is something that you know women have to think about, have to have a conversation with their uh, leader about um, or an employer about, and make some plans for. But you know, often it's not something that the man really, you know, as a society or a workplace, is counselled to think about beforehand and actually make some That's plans. Right. Yeah. Um, how much do you see, Sam, as a counsellor, that this managing of expectations and perhaps not being on the front foot and sort of playing catch-up around a lot of this stuff because, you know, something's crashed and burned and, you know, the, you've, ha you've been having to pick up the juggling balls. How much of that is an issue, do you think, for men, this managing expectations in advance, if you like? Yeah, look, I think it's huge. Um, and... I think what you said before around it's hard to have conversations um, or it's hard to ask for that time, um, often in my experience it's often around the self-expectation and, and, and there's often a held view that, listen, I can't actually ask for time. Um, and with career often we sort of 
sometimes perhaps incorrectly think that you know we can't really take any time out, we can't sort of maybe leave a little bit earlier yeah. or come in a bit later. So often um, when I'm coaching clients, once we help build confidence around, well, actually, why don't you just have the conversation, open up, um, talk about your kids openly in a positive way. Um, often the response from employees is actually really good and really supportive. So often it's mm. the um, we have these expectations or perceived ideas that you know we just can't ha we can't ask for the time we can't let our teammates down, our team at work we can't um, let people down. But once we start talking about it a bit more, and especially in the lead up to having kids for the first time, and I think what um, what was just being said around being open with the, open with your partner about it too is key. But once we start to open up a little bit, we take a bit of the pressure off ourselves. And then we start to see, oh, hang on, actually, you know, people are, are, are actually accommodating. Um, and then you can often find ways to be more flexible yourself. So you might still get the work you need to get done. You might just log in a bit later at night, for example, and get home a bit earlier. Um, so it's, it's just little things like that. But it is, it is interesting how the, self, or the expectations that we think people place on us, but also that it's really the self-expectations that can often get in the way of us taking positive action to get the outcomes we want. Yeah, so we've really got to challenge the self-pressure we place on ourselves around, oh, I've got to keep all the balls in the air. You know, I, I can't let the career drop. You know, I can't let the yeah. partner be at home for too long on her or his own. You know, this, all that. You know, and suddenly, the, so there's all of that self-pressure um, conversation and challenge that's going on. What do you think are the other real barriers, you know, that exist for men around this, particularly in those first, you know, let's say three to six to nine months, um, you know, back at work um, and, you know, juggling, particularly being a first-time father, well, not even that, you know, the second or the third, you know, often see that many men um, perhaps sail through their first, <laughs> um, but and, and women talk about this too, um, but suddenly you have the second baby or the third baby or the fourth baby and actually um, you, the old paradigm around how you used to think about work, engage with work, get work done and manage expectation is completely different, has to be because um, there's just so many more people involved. Um, what, what's your experience of, of that Alex? You know, you know, what are the other barriers besides self-pressure, the, the real barriers that you see exist for men? Uh, look, I'm, I'm sort of just laughing to myself. You know, I, I think, I mean, it's exhausting. It's you know having so many children. You know, two, three, like like not not exhausting. Well, yeah, to be honest, it is. It is. Uh, you know, there's the sleepless nights, and then there's 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 um, you know juggling what has to happen at home and keeping engaged with your your family and your children. Um, you know, so, you know, apart from, you know, what we've just been talking about, all of a sudden, you know, well, even if it is just your first child or then your second or your third, uh, you, 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 you've got physical uh, time restraints and, yes. uh, you know, um, it, 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 it is, it's really, it's, it's hard work. Um, yeah, I was just trying, you know, thinking about how I manage it. Um, you know, we try and uh, 
make sure you've got you know good support network and um, uh, you know when you do have those moments, it's about um, making sure that you you do focus on your family when you do have time. I mean, you know, it, it is difficult to find a perfect perfect balance because you know we, there is so much pressure on us all. Um, so it's in the times that you do have, it's it's so important to be completely uh, focused on you know on your family, um, you know, really create boundaries for yourself. Yes, I think so much of it is about creating boundaries for self, and you know, in that, then being able to communicate those to others um, in an effective way. Because yeah. so much, so many of us don't really want to, you know, obviously disappoint people around us, but particularly our employers that are paying the bills. Um, I think there's yeah. a great sense of challenge, you know, around that. That you know, males think, you know, there, there's the um, that's the the stuff I really need to protect because, if, gosh, if I don't have a job, I can't provide for my family. And, and yet this definition of how men should be providing for their family um, is something that I think for the first time in history is really evolving um, because traditionally it's always about, well, a man provides for his family by bringing home the bacon. But I think yeah. um, where we're going with this is actually men's Men can provide for their families and should be providing for their families um, in, in different ways, not just financially. Um, and so with that brings, I think, great opportunity for dads to be um, bringing home more than just um, the pay packet. But at the same time, that even feels challenging. Gosh, I've got to bring home the pay packet, but I've got to provide all this other stuff as well, like caring, support, um, being really present and so on. So. I suspect whilst men feel like there's this great opportunity to be more involved um, and they would like to, that's just another thing on the list that they need to provide for their family. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so therefore, boundaries become really, really important, right? Yes. I mean, I, I just, I just thinking, you know, 20 years ago when I was learning, uh, when I was working, and I, my employee. Uh, employer, sorry, you know, I wouldn't have dared ask him for time off, you know, or uh, to give me any sort of leniency in any of that sort of, in those areas. Now, I would have been too afraid, and I, even though he had children, but but the people that I now employ, myself, they're all very aware that I'm a, you know, a family man, and uh, so, and I've, I, you know, I know a couple of my guys. They've they've had they've got young families, and I I make sure that they're aware that they can go and do what's most important, which is look after their families when they need to. And so I I, I would hope that there would be a trend, you know, moving into the future. And the more the more discussion there is, like we're having now, and the more uh, the more dads. Do play a bigger role in their families. That it becomes that the conversation becomes easier. That you know that 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 people know that they can ask. I suppose is what I'm getting at, and I, I would hope yeah. you know we're we're progressing like that. Sam, what what are your thoughts listening into this bit of the conversation? Yeah, yeah. Look, I was just going to say, I think um, 
it's so true that um, priorities change. I mean, they have to change. We've got, um, as Alex was saying, we've got sort of limited hours in the day. Um, and when kids, when you have kids and family um, and you want to spend time with them and there's lots of practical things that have to be done, um, <clears throat> inevitably priorities have to change. That's sort of, sort of the way it is. Um, but it can also, um, and what I find, a lot of the feedback I get in a positive way, it actually gives you really, it's a, it's a good way of getting real perspective on your career and going, well, yep. actually, what's really important to me now about my career? Um, what about my job am I really enjoying and loving? Um, and I was just coaching um, a quite a senior person um, recently who was flat out, um, had a, a new baby, already had one child, so had two kids. Um, his wife was struggling just um, physically after the birth, so it was a real need for him to be home physically with the kids. Um, and so he was really struggling going, oh, God, my career's at a really good place. Um, I'm looking to get a promotion soon, but now, gosh, I've got to be home. And he knew he had to be home, and we talked about priorities, and he wanted to be home. He wanted to be home for his wife and for the kids. So that wasn't really a question, but it was sort of about, well, what do I do with career? And, I, and we talked it through. Um, and he was able to sort of use it as an opportunity to, to, with his team, he sort of had a team of about five or six people, and use, uh, really use his team and give them opportunities that they perhaps would have had otherwise to step up, um, which made him a better leader, um, and to really step up and take over some of the work challenges that he was facing. So he was actually able to turn a really tough situation into a real opportunity for his team members, but also um, a great way for him to really improve his leadership skills, delegate more, um, be more a bit strate more strategic with his thinking, extract himself from the day-to-day. -day. Um, and he said mm -hmm. to me after, he just wouldn't have had that opportunity um, had um, this sort of crisis happened at home a, a little bit with, you know, with his wife being you know, um, unwell. Um, it was just a great opportunity to force him to think differently. Um, and I think that's perhaps where these conversations are great and even you know one-to-one -one coaching, career coaching can be good because you can get out of your own head and start to go, well, actually, what can I do with this situation? What can I do with these challenges? And when you can flip around, it's, it's so amazing and, and really exciting. Yeah, well, that, that's great. I mean, let's just explore a bit more of the positives because I said we were going to talk about that at the beginning and because, you know, there are so many positives that can come, obviously, from having a family when it comes to career. As you say, it allows you to recalibrate your focus, really think about what's important to you and to get that perspective. So many um, parents talk about, oh, I have perspective now. On, on my work and, and levels of emotional attachment to it are different now. You know, there's an important, you know, person that I, you know, a little child that I need to, to look after. What else do you think are the positives for men around embracing and connecting work and family life? Because I, I still do think, and actually that was the unconscious bias or um, client presented with also um, in the first instance, Sam, around Perhaps men still think that it's and or, you know, sorry, you know, it's all family or career, but the ability to thrive in both and progress both at the same time is impossible. <laughs> so what do you think are positives? What, what does, is that a truth, what I've just suggested, or in fact is there um, great opportunity to thrive at both? 
Yeah, look, I mean, I think there absolutely is um, great opportunity to thrive at both. And but the, I think one of the ways into that is to try and um, really cut through a lot of the noise around parenting about what your role is or should be as a working dad um, and as a working mum mm -hmm. and, and really have open conversations with your partner about it too. Because there are, and, if once, and, and it's also de about developing a, a really what I call a true sense of confidence. So if you're a dad and, um, for example, you you know, have a great career, you love spending time with your kids, but perhaps you're not as confident as spending time with kids, you know, over a long period of time. Um, just being open about that. Um, I had a dad who I was speaking to recently who was like, oh, I really want to spend more time with the kids. I'm going to actually take some um, some leave um, to do it, but I, I don't spend a lot, lot of time with them, um, you know, on my own without my wife there. Um, you know, for days mm. at a time. So I just, I'm just not actually that confident around it. And so we talked it through. And once he was able to open up with his partner, they're able to come up with amazing solutions that, you know, help build his confidence around it. Um, mm. And he was also able to really articulate, look, this is where I'm at with a career. This is what I think we need to do for the family. So he was still able to really um, spend the same amount of time with the kids that he was, still build the career and provide the security for his family. Um, and but that also really then enjoy the time in a different way that he was spending with his kids, um, and that was that only came about by really talking through exactly where he was at with his partner and being able to sort of come to a, a good realization about what you know where 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 he, where he was and wasn't confident with career and home, um, and then what he wanted and um, his wife loved spending time at home with the kids, didn't really have a desire to go back to work. In the immediate future, and and so that was probably perhaps bucking the trend or some common trends around, you know, what what mm. what different gender roles should be with parenting and work. But but they're able to have a really open conversation and cut through a lot of the noise. And so there's no real right or wrong. It's just um, my advice is always for people just to be able to try and cut through what society says or what all the conversations around are saying of what you should and shouldn't do. Use the use the advice where you can, where it's relevant, but sort of, um, and then you know leave the stuff behind that isn't relevant for you, and then you can have a, make a really confident and informed choice about what works for you in your situation. Yeah, and look, I think the reality is we, you know, all belong to unique families, and you know our needs and wants in those families are so different to our. What ideally is right for us, um, making that decision first and foremost and then going out and saying, okay, now we've made that decision, how will we facilitate those conversations with the people that need to be aware of that, um, you know, extended family, workplaces and so on. So there's two steps to it and I often, I, I too see that as a coach that um, so many great ideas for um, positive change in the way that we manage career and family life um, often hijacked because we come up with a, a quick thought and then we go, oh no, that won't work because. Um, and we easily sabotage because 
um, we're so focused on how we would actually make that happen in reality that we should get idea in the first place before it left our head. <laughs> and yeah. so um, I think that's a very great um, thought, Sam, on that. Alex, for you, what have been, you know, there's obviously been huge positives for you about becoming a dad. You, you have such a growth mindset around this. It's, it's been um, a real journey for you, how you've, again, bringing, you know, a great passion to what you do as a career, a busy job, um, often on the set of film, and, and yet you're raising um, four children and, and are able to put them first. Um, you know, what do you, what do you think are the positives that have come from you, from having this mission to get better at it? What's it delivered you? Uh, look, I, I I think I've got an amazing connection with my children. I think that's probably the probably the biggest uh, thing for me is that um, had I not sort of been thrust into that 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 position, um, I, I wouldn't have that. And then you know. Being able to, to look after my children and yeah, like I say, have a real connection um, with them has been a been the biggest benefit by far. And then plus on a on a real on like on a on a, on a personal level, like I I can see how important um, I am as a role model to my children. And so by by being able to to balance work. And show and, and 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 still be a really engaged father. Um, I get uh, well. I, I hope my my son sees how I am with with uh, you know looking after them and managing work and and being a good partner or trying. This is all trying. I must admit, you know. And my yeah. daughters see yeah. that as well. My, you know, my and and hopefully my daughters will get a good sense of that. And so, as they as they get older, they will uh, they will expect that in in the men that are around them. And and for me, that's important. That's important to know that um, my daughters will have a strong sense of of ah um, uh, of. Oh, they, they, they should feel entitled to, um, you know, be supported by their partner, and mm. uh, I think that's important. I think that's important. But just being being close to my children and seeing them, um, seeing them progress and their milestones and and you know, being at their schools for activities and and it's not always doable, but Make just um, you know making the small changes to 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 try and be there and uh, you know that that's probably the the most rewarding and and obviously then a, a good relationship yeah. with my partner because I I I feel like I'm there trying to support her as well and then we're trying to support each other and that kind of promotes um you know a good support network and you know. Uh, and I think that's yeah having others back yeah 
that we've got each other's back, and it, because it, it it's testing, and everyone's tired, and you need to know you everyone you, you need to know your partner's got your back, and and that and they need to know you've got theirs. That that's for sure. And yeah, it, yeah it is a, it's I, a I think I'm hearing as. Sorry. Go ahead, Alex. Oh no! Look, you know we we talk about. Yeah, it's difficult and tiring, and but uh, it, it it is most definitely a, a wonderful experience, you know, and it's unreal. And it, it, what children give you uh, far outweighs any kind of negative, you know, the the smiles, the cuddles, the the love, the love that you get um, is worth is worth all the sort of the scary conversations about asking your boss if you could have a bit of time, or you know, you know, asking yourself those big questions. Um, you know, it, it's really worth it. And I, I was hear just add, um, from you, um, you haven't missed out. Sorry, that's go, right. Sam. Yeah, look, I was just going to. I was just really excited about what Alex was saying, and all those, you know, the benefits of obviously spending time with your kids, the love. The enjoyment we all have that sense and that need of for human connection and um, and I'll just kind of even relate it back to Korea. Not that this is the motivation necessarily behind wanting to spend time with your kids because you just love them and you just love doing it. But um, we know that um, kids, especially younger kids, they they very much live in the moment. Um, they're kind of in creativity mode all the time. They go at their own sort of on their own time plan or time is less relevant. So it's so spending time with your kids away from the office, away from the business of the environment is actually a, a great way to re-engage with your own creativity and innovation. And um, with those words are very much buzzwords within business and startup world um, from a, a corporate perspective. Um, and so the more you can engage um, and the more time you spend with your kids, just being yourself with them, Often you find you have that, having that time away from the busyness of work can open up your mind and your brain and put you back into that creative, innovative phase. So when you're back at work and you're trying to, you know, um, develop your team, um, innovate with your products, um, or, or find that new exciting idea for your business, it really helps with all that because it puts you in a completely different frame of mind and re-energizes you. So the benefits are, um, are far-reaching from doing exactly what Alex was describing. Yeah, and uh, no, I agree. And I think the the key thing you're um, saying, Alex, is yeah, you ha you haven't missed out. It's that sense of you know there are so many men, um, to be fair, that will you know, reflect back on their career in later life. I've heard it so many times, and say so, you know I have regret because I feel like I missed out. Um, so this the positive of actually really thinking, sitting down, thinking, talking about, planning, and executing on. How am I going to bring my work life and family life together um, and navigate in such a way that I can manage my own expectations and others' expectations is worth it, even though that there's going to be some difficult and critical conversations you know, that might have to happen, it's absolutely priceless to have them. Um, and I think that's a really, really positive message for you know, so many men to hear, particularly those that are apprehensive and actually downright fearful of having the conversation with their leader, 
with their workplace around, you know what, I'm going to navigate it like this now. Um, and yet, ironically, workplaces so often are counselling us on drive your own career, manage your own career, you know, um, and those that actually do, in fairness, do that, uh, really take charge of their own career, navigate it in a way that um, works for them and their, their greater life, um, generally have more successful outcomes. And those that uh, stay in a sense of fear and, and try and think, oh no, I won't have that conversation because this might happen or they might think this of me, um, actually are limiting uh, their own career potential, um, their own um, happiness in a way, compromising on their own happiness um, because of something they think might happen <laughs> if they actually have that conversation, which um, may or may not even occur. And yet, so um, I'm really hearing that even though it's difficult and you have to have some challenging conversations, there's absolutely no doubt that the benefits, the positives, far outweigh any potential negative conversation. Yeah, 100%. Hmm. And I, I wonder, you know, for those dads listening in who may be, you know, first-time fathers as well, um, that, you know, I wonder how much getting involved early in the caring experience of children actually makes it so much easier later on to, you know, when you want to exercise it 12 months later or even five years later around how you're connecting in work and family life, the earlier you're involved in caring for your child's needs and, and being there for them, the actually the easier it is to plug in later and in fact continue that. And the studies do suggest that. Those men that get involved very early on in the caring years of their children are far more likely to stay engaged in and, and be able to um, you know, connect career and family life later. And so, you know, don't put it off, don't wait, I, I think is the message. No, you know, there's all, no... I mean, I'll just add right. to that, sorry, we, we raise healthier children by having, you know, having a father participate in your child's life, you know, our children are so much better off for it, you know, in their confidence and, you know, a whole number of areas. Um, so it, it's not even it's not even just a question of you know should we or you know how much time it's it's really it's 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 something that we really should be doing if we if we choose to have kids well we need to make those changes because it is really important for them for us to be involved. Okay, so I've been taking some as you've both been talking around, you know, what does it actually take then to combine career and fatherhood? What are some of the practical things that you can be doing to, in fact, um, harmonise those two things? So I'm going to just replace some of those and tell me whether you think there's any others that I haven't thought about. The first thing we discussed was um, the, you know, the amount of self-pressure that we can place on ourselves around oh, feeling that we should be doing something. So we really do need to manage those self-conversations and create some boundaries for ourselves around the ways we would like to see our work and family collide. Um, and the second thing is really we've got to get much better at communicating um, our values. So really 
um, being clear about what we stand for as a family person and as a worker and actually being able to, to express those with, with a level of competence and confidence to the people around us. Um, so really thinking about what is important to you now that you're a father um, around work and around family and how you bring the two together. So really being clear about what those are and then communicating those. And the next thing is being able to then, well, role model it, really. You've got to walk the talk. Um, it's, you know, it's no good uh, perhaps just keeping some of those those important values and, and what's important to you to yourself um, and by role modelling those um, then the, there's great benefit to those around us because it really helps clarify who you are and what you stand for and, and that really goes to the heart of who you are. Um, and then you know this other, other key piece is just keep the communication lines open because things are going to change um, and they're going to need you know, absolutely need to change as your children grow um, and there'll be, you know, as your career grows, there'll be different things that are required of you at different times. So um, if we're open um, to conversations with our partner and our workplaces around constantly going with the ebb and the flow and changing it up a bit and being flexible, etc., to meet the changing demands of family life and work life, then those are really those, those are the four key things really. Um, that I've heard you both say. Is there anything you'd add? Is there anything that you think we've we've missed in this conversation? Um, for mine, for mine, I was just going to say. Um, I think I mean I think they're all really great, and I think they are definitely the key ones. Um, and I think the other thing to be aware of that kind of overlays it all is that when you are trying to make change. Um, you know, change can be hard, um, so always start off small. So if you're just, when you're having a conversation with your partner and saying, listen, I'd love to spend more time at home with the kids, just think of small ways you can do it that are sustainable because if you try and change too much too quickly, it can come, it feels too hard and that's often when the changes don't happen longer term. So think of small mm. ways to try and head in, in the direction you're thinking of. And the other thing too, which is often not talked about, um, you know, for both mums and dads, really, is um, still find time for yourself. I know, I know, people in with busy lives, it can feel like it's impossible sometimes. Um, but the work I do with clients, often we can still find time where you you still have, you know, half an hour to go for your jog, um, hit the gym for half an hour. Some some of that stuff goes by the wayside. But if you're able to have that release, and it's important, equally important for mums and dads, you can help. Um, you know, um, get rid of stress and tension. Um, it's really good for you to have that time, um, and it's important just to you know look after yourself in the process because it's it's tempting when we're busy at work and we rush home, busy sort of running around with the kids. We kind of can lose a bit of perspective. And I always say, the more you can actually just remember to you know um, implement a bit of a foundation where you're still checking in and giving yourself a bit of your own time, that really has a positive effect on, on everything else you're trying to do. Thanks, Sam. And Alex, any closing comments from you? Uh, look, I, look I, I was actually, I, I totally agree with what Sam said. I, I, I noticed for myself and that you need to just start with the small changes, just, you know, uh, you know, small changes might be, you know, be 
change your work schedule by 20 minutes so you can walk your kids to school. You know, really small little things, uh, and they 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 eventually grow to bigger and bigger and bigger things. But yeah, that 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 would be my uh, you know recommendation. Just start small, um, and and it'll grow. Yeah, look, I think that's such great um, advice, and you know, it's more sustainable when we we keep things realistic, isn't it? And so, yeah, keeping um, making small changes rather than trying to make some some drastic change um, is so much easier. <laughs> and um, and I think, as I said, uh, you know, it's it's easy to dismiss the small things as things that don't matter, but actually they're the building blocks to something better. Um, and I think that's a great place to end our session today as we think about planning for 2018. And, you know, I would invite the dads listening in today to really have a think about reflecting on 2017 around how's it been for you um, at work and at home? What's worked well? What hasn't? And what would you really like to see differently, you know, happen differently for you next year? Um, what it, how would you like to see home life run? How would you like to be engaged with home life more? And likewise, what would you like to see be in focus for your career in 2013, uh, 2018, I should say, and really have a think about, um, you know, putting those intentions out there as we conclude the year and you can get really, um, have it in mind for the new year around, yep, these are my intentions around work and family life and and I'm really going to set out on this note because when we start to think about having some clear intentions for the way, um, you know, for what we would like to see in focus, we've got a lot greater chance of actually, um, you know, engineering that. But if we don't um, have those hopes, intentions, then we can't create habits around them. So. Um, I'd like to say thank you very much um, for all of those dads that have been listening in these conversations throughout the year. Thanks for your support. Get involved next year. Huge thanks to Alex um, and Sam who've been instrumental in, in um, these uh, delivery of these sessions in the last uh, few months. And uh, we'll look forward to working and talking together in 2018. Thank you.